Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia, along with my co-host Todd, and we're going to explore what exactly is Myrony. Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives, but what if you started paying closer attention to your Myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as we like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now, that's Myrony. Hi, and welcome back to That's Myrony podcast. I am so excited. Well, first, I'm uh, host Alicia Myronic, and my co-host Todd Courtney actually is in Tahoe right now with his family. So this is the first time I get to interview solo. However, my guest today, I am so excited to hear this story because how I met uh, Brandon Ow and uh, is the most myronic story, but then I heard about his beautiful fiance, Katerina Mendoza, and they are huge social media influencers. And it is such an incredible story about how they created that, but also apparently how they got together. So they are the last ones of our Soulmate September series. So now I want to introduce uh, Katerina and Brandon, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah, so um, just a little bit about yourselves. I know I was just saying social media, like uh, Katerina, you literally created an entire, I mean, not even just a brand. Like, I, I have to say, I absolutely love your Instagram. I think it's some of the most creative uh, we got it. You got to show Mozart at some point. They even have one, even one for uh, their re- incredibly cute dog. What type of dog is that? Also, um, Mozart. He's a Ponchi Pomeranian Chihuahua. This is Mozart. That's a Ponchi. Okay, when you like made him wet, I didn't think he could get any cuter until you took gave him a bath. And I'm literally showing it to my younger cousin. I was like, look how cute Mozart is. Just when you think he can't get any cuter. So, hi, Mozart. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, like how you created what you created because anybody, any listeners, you've got to check them out. They are, besides just, you know, great uh, social media, it's really entertaining. It's like got awesome content to it. And it's really funny. You guys will laugh a lot whenever you follow these guys. <laughs> yeah, so we... Well, I um, started uh, doing a lot of the social media work when I was traveling um, and just started sharing, you know, my experiences as I was traveling solo, took off for three years and just, I I was just sharing things that I was doing while I was traveling, sharing destinations and really got into photography. So started posting that on Facebook and Instagram and it took off from there. So I transitioned over from the years of travel blogging to you know, more of creating content with brands, um, a lot of lifestyle, beauty and skincare stuff. So, and um, at some point I met Brandon and I decided to take over his Instagram and uh, brand him as well. Yeah, and blow him up. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought I needed a little social media consultation. So I uh, decided to take over his Instagram. And, you know, as I was growing, he was growing. As we were traveling together and experiencing these amazing places, um, we were both sharing it on our socials. And um, we grew from there. And mm-hmm. at that point, we got um, a, a travel account. We decided to do travel couples. So we created um, our best life. And um, our best life actually is our last name. Um, so we wanted to create um, an inspirational page where couples can go and, you know, be inspired, not just by our photos, but be inspired so much to where they want to experience the same thing we did and travel to that destination. So our best life was created. And that's, it, it was very, um, we felt like the name was very fitting for couples to mm-hmm. create their best life. So because our name, it sounds like our best life, but it's- Yeah, it's, a, it's brilliant. <laughs> so it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so we started um, also working on that page and growing it out. And at some point we also, years later, we got Mozart as a gift and decided to, because he is also traveling with us and experiencing the same things we are, we decided to grow his page. So you can find him on Where's Mozart because everyone's always asking us, where's Mozart? We're always traveling. Where is he now? So it was very fitting for us to create a page under Where's Mozart. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he he has a lot of creative content on there as well. <laughs> um, his page we built I have out. to say... Yeah, I have to say his is like the his his is definitely the funniest. You actually like you when when he makes a little comment like you know he w- he went shopping for flowers and but he forgot his monies and he's looking <laughs> and I mean you actually like picture his little voice like you want to create a voice for him and maybe that's gonna have to happen at some point is have a little voice for Mozart but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's, um, of course, we want to hear the story about how you two met, um, but I wanted to share how Brandon and I met, because yeah. this is the concept of Myrony, is that it's the, uh, the smallest signs can lead to the most amazing, uh, amazing things that happen in life. And I actually, um, we've now described Myrony as synchronicity in motion. So when you see the sign, what do you do about it? Most people just ignore it. But Brandon, I think you realize since you've known me for, you know, over a year now that, yeah, I don't ignore these signs, right? <laughs> so how it happened is I'm also, um, uh, well, I was in the insurance business and that's always been my stepping stone. This has always been my passion. I've had this concept of brewing in my head for five years. So the fact that I finally brought it into existence is just really fun. But the thing that was interesting is that I had been with a group that I didn't want to be associated with anymore. And I get a call from an area code that was my area code growing up in New Jersey, where it got changed to a different area code. It was actually 201. And I'm in, you know, San Jose, California. So I'm like, what the, like, who the heck, I don't even know who could be calling me from this area code, right? So they leave me a message and I was like, okay, this is too strange. Most of the time I've been like, nah, I'm not going to call him back. But I was like, no, that's too strange. So I call her back and she's like, oh, I have someone, you know, I want to introduce you to. And it was actually this guy in San Jose. And I told her, I said, look, this isn't my, this isn't my life. 
this is just, you know, to pay the bills until my true passion project takes off. And so he's like, oh, well, I have another person that I'd like to refer you to, Brandon. So Brandon and I meet, and I don't know if you remember, Brandon, our, our, first, uh, our first meeting was quite interesting because we had so many myronies of like, the similarities were just astounding, right? Do you remember that conversation where it was just like, um, are we meeting for insurance? We mean for something else. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then the funniest thing is that then you give me your cell phone number and you have three digits in it that are the most significant of 821. And Katarina, well, Brandon too, you'll have to listen to episode one of this podcast to understand the, the significance of 821. But 821 was the day um, was the restaurant name that I used to own. It was also the day before I ended up getting, getting married when my father was terminally ill. I was engaged and married in six days and had a wedding in the hospital I was born in and, um, wow. and, and, the, and got married in this courtyard and the day before it was torrential downpour. And everybody's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, if there truly is a God, he will not take this away from my father. And the next day was one of the most beautiful days I had ever witnessed. So when I saw 821, that, I call it my spiritual spidey sense. It became really heightened as to what is going on here? So then Brandon and I met, um, uh, met for lunch and I, there's these books and they're actually the books I gave you guys by Dr. Brian Weiss. I don't know if you've had a chance to check them out, but those books literally saved my life. And so I felt it. I felt like Brandon would love this. Brandon would love this. And then we meet and I ask him about you. And he's like, well, you know, it's really funny. Uh, my fiance proposed to me. And I was like, wait a second. I did the same thing for my, when I got married. Yeah. So I literally, now here's even the funnier irony is that I, proposed to uh, to my husband, um, who I met at restaurant 821, where we worked at. We got the 821 number of Brandon's phone <sighs> while I was in the hospital. So I've been born, married, and engaged in the same hospital. Wow. That's so. Um, irony. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Too myronic, right? I mean, literally, that's my last name is actually myronic. It's M-Y-R-O-N-U-K. So everyone has these myronic experiences, just not the way I, I you know, spell my last name. <laughs> so what gets even funnier is that um, he told me how you, you had this, you know, uh, you, were, you were an influencer and, you know, for travel and all these other things. And I was like, oh, well, that'd be really cool once, you know, once I get this going, Maybe you have some good myronies to share. So it was really funny because we hadn't talked for, I don't know, six, like, you know, just text like, hey, how are you doing? And something in the middle of the night told me to see if he was on Instagram. And then I find out he has over like 100,000 followers. And I was like, what? What is going on? <laughs> and I was just like, I, Brandon, I told you this before. I was like, you are so cool that you have all of this, but you're not, you, no ego with it, right? Because we can really build that ego 
And I was just like, oh my goodness, how cool. But then I saw your pictures and I saw how you guys look at each other. And I was like, they have got to have a good Myronic story of how they met. So now I'm gonna pass it on to you guys and please share how it is that you created Our Best Life. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, do you want me to start or? Sure. Well, so, um, I, you know, we, we always uh, kind of joke around about this, about um, how uh, in the Bay Area, um, there's not a lot of women here. Right. <laughs> because uh, it's just so male dominated now uh, with the tech industry. Although now that uh, a lot of people are leaving uh, San Francisco, we'll, we'll kind of see how that uh, turns out. But, um, you know, and so I always said that, like, you know, whenever I went out, um, I always said that, oh, man, it's just like so hard to meet people when I was um, going out with my single guy friends and everything. And then uh, so I decided to uh, just start going down in L.A. Um, you know, I've always liked L.A. I have a lot of friends down there. I have a company I started down there. So um, it would be easy social wise for me. And so I just started going going down there a lot and just kind of turning my social life into LA versus up here. Um, you know, and I agree with you with LA. I do because I have a plan to go down there too, because you know, Silicon Valley, it's, it's not LA, you know, like it's just got so much more liveliness and yeah. energy. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's why we, we, we do love it down there. And then, so, um, you know, we, we just, um, you know, uh, we, so I guess like what happened was like, you know, started going out, mutual friends, and then uh, and we ended up meeting. And then um, I guess the, the first time that we met, um, it was just kind of like we met and then got down her number and then kind of just like didn't really like talk to her like for a little bit, right? Like I, I, I think. It was, it, I think with Brandon seems to forget some of the, we met in a parking lot as he was, oh, yeah. That's right. as I was leaving a lounge and he was coming into the lounge with his Oh friend. my God. So it's a total chance. Was it a total yeah. chance meeting in that way? Yeah. yeah. Just like you just cross paths and. Yeah. One of the, I, he was with one of his friends. Uh, I guess he was, I didn't, I at first thought Brandon lived in LA cause he was in LA so often. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so his friend was, I was leaving and we were in the parking lot, quickly introduced me to, oh, you know, I'm heading out with all my guy friends. And it was a very quick, brief introduction, like, hi, nice to meet you. And didn't see him for probably another few months. Yeah. I ran into oh, him. Wow. At a bar very randomly um didn't which know, like, okay let's let's say also la to even run into people randomly because there's so many bars so many restaurants i mean the chance of that happening is pretty yeah. freaking slim right yeah. yeah unless divine design that brings you together <laughs> yeah we ran into each other over the course i think of two years very randomly and didn't think anything of it just oh, oh. wow really two years yeah over the span of two years we ran into each other at some point in between all that running into each other he did get my number um but never called me or text me <laughs> I think Brandon what are you doing <laughs> I think he's like crushing on you a little didn't really think anything of it anyway um gave him my number didn't hear from him for another few months he randomly decided the first time to text me was on Valentine's Day, just to say happy Valentine's Day. 
And he said he was thinking of me because he was wearing red socks and my hair is obviously red. It used to be very super red when I had originally met him. Bright, bright red. Like a bright okay. red. Um, but, wow, Valentine's Day. Yeah. That, yeah. That, Two years later, happy Valentine's Day, picture of a red sock. He was wearing red socks at work. And I was like, I thought this was a joke. I was like, okay. I wasn't very impressed by his. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a very nice sock, but I just thought. Yeah, okay, this is, okay, this is a myronic story because this is funny. Like on Valentine's Day, you take a picture of your sock and say, happy Valentine's Day. I'm thinking of you because I'm wearing red socks. Yes. And you guys haven't really ever connected besides that, except this one. Okay. Yeah, this is fun. This is great. I, I, I like that. Um, yeah. So, I, and I think that her reaction was, what's, what's this all about? I don't even think I messaged him back. I don't even think I texted him back. I was like, that's random, weird. Yeah. And my family lives in the Bay Area, and I love to go wine tasting and was up here for the month visiting my family. And, you know, he said, well, you know, I live in San Francisco, and, you know, I go to Sacramento often because I have an office there. I didn't think anything of it. I was just, well, I'm going to be here for the month. I think I just had communicated with him. I'm going to be here for the month. Didn't think anything of it. He never decided to, you know, reach out while I was in town. So mm -hmm. another few months would go by without any kind of you know solid plans or anything I just knew that he kind of had a thing for me but I wasn't really interested anyway um, not until he finally decided to invite me to you know come wine tasting with him I happened to be um, wine tasting that week and he's like we'll come I'll you know we'll come to San Francisco I'll show you around San Francisco we can go wine tasting obviously he started getting to know me I'm like I love wine tasting and I love Napa so yeah sure I'm like okay well I wanted to be more open-minded. I was, you know, going through a phase in my life where I was just like, didn't really care for dating anymore. I've done the whole LA dating and, you know, every guy in LA is, you know, pretty much a douchebag or, you know, <laughs> so a lot of them, I wasn't really impressed with what I was getting in LA. So I was like, okay, maybe I should be more open-minded to, you know, someone who's not exactly what I would they would be my taste like I have a type and yeah. brand far left to my type but I wanted to be more open-minded I'm like okay well he seems like a nice guy let's give this a try mm -hmm. so wine tasting and we had the best time oh so he's such a gentleman and you don't really get that in LA either I've never yeah. never been on a date where somebody actually opened the door for me so oh my god that's like one of like if a guy does that that's like I know. Why don't guys do that? Seriously. Yeah. It's really not that hard. It's just, you know, we women, we like chivalry. Like it's. <laughs> yeah. So I was, thought that was interesting. He was just like that whole weekend, we just had an amazing time in Napa. And I just thought, oh my God, I'm going to get bored because I don't feel like we have a lot in common. He's in the financial world and my, my world is just so the opposite. I'm more like, you know, obviously like LA vibes and Bay Area vibes are just so different. Yeah. Um, I was probably going to be bored, but honestly, like time flew by. We had an amazing time and it was probably Aww. the first date I've had in quite some time. So decided to continue to and, you know, date and see where it goes. So things took off pretty quickly and we just started, you know, hiking and traveling together. And the thing is, he also told me that he 
also hikes and runs. And at the time I was a big, you know, I love to be outdoors and I love going hiking. And when he told me he loves to hike, I meant like 20 mile hikes. He meant <laughs> two mile hike. Three. So our, our, first, <laughs> our first hike, I took him on. I thought it would be a great idea to go hiking. He was like all, all about it. We went down to um, uh, Mir- Mir Woods. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a mile oh, okay. still dying. Okay, let's, losing let's, his breath. Let's, let's clarify the story. So <laughs> we go off trail. Keep in mind, okay? So oh, jeez. Yeah, there's no trail. We're climbing <laughs> through bushes and all sorts of things. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know. And then as we talk, you'll probably start to get a sense as far as like yeah. what kind of things we like to so do. So we we did get lost in the trail, but I does I thought it was a <laughs> yeah. fun adventure to get lost and figure our way back out but um the first time him uh, hiking he figured out that what i meant by hiking is like a 20 mile hike yeah because and he's like i thought you meant like two miles yeah because she was uh we're we're hiking and then uh she was like up um way ahead of me because we're going up this incline and then the entire time i was going i was just like yeah yeah all right don't don't look weak in front of her like you know just like you know (laughs) was really behind and then when she she looked back and then out and then i'd just be like Oh yeah, everything's fine. But then I was. I'm just like, are dying. you okay? Yeah. <laughs> really far behind me, and. <laughs> so that oh was my god. Levels. Yeah. Of hiking when uh, I started going. But we started that, that hiking first, a yeah, lot. That, that that was the first hike that we we did. Um, I think it was like first week or something like that. It was like very, yeah, very early on. Yeah. So that was my first uh, experience with uh, doing outdoor activities yeah. with her. Yeah, but we we did. A lot of- <laughs> actually how we connected we did a lot of um wine tasting and a lot of hikes because i those are the two things i really love the most so obviously he was a team player and he wanted to do more of that not knowing that he it wasn't really his thing right (laughs) Um, well i will say i love wine tasting maybe not hiking but maybe i can meet you guys up wine tasting you know sometime (laughs) we could go wine tasting that would be fun (laughs) so things took off from there and i think they i don't know if brandon ever told you um the part where I knew that he, he, at some point I was going to marry this man was three months into our relationship. We're not even, you know, technically together, together. We never come from that. We're just still dating each other, not knowing if we were a thing yet. Right. So we decided to go on, um, on a little adventure to Arizona. We wanted to go hike the canyons and go to Antelope. I don't know if you ever seen that movie what is it, 127 hours, I believe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's like hiking through Arizona and hiking through in between the canyon, the uh, canyons, and it's very narrow. So we mm-hmm. just, so I, I found this blog online. I'm like, wow, this is a very hidden, like, gem in Arizona. I would love to go visit it. It's called The Wave, and it's a prehistoric um, site where the rocks, the formations actually look like a wave. Mm-hmm been around there so it's still like dinosaur fossils and stuff that were discovered there so I was oh like, wow I want to go here I love history I love landmarks I love like going to places like this and not everybody travels to so let's yeah. go hike. so we traveled to Arizona to go to this location and we didn't really know how to get there we and, just and of course there's no trail <laughs> places if you look up the wave in Arizona you'll see that um there's no actual trail there's no actual mm-hmm. Directions to get there, you have to get a permit a year in advance to oh. get location. And the map that they give you is a picture map. So the only way to distinguish where you need to head next is by looking at the photos on the map that they give you. 
So here's this tree, here's this mountain, keep going straight. Oh my goodness. So that's because they want to keep the tourists and right. from, you know, ruining this beautiful um, prehistoric site. So we decided, I don't, I'm not going to wait around for, you know, a lottery ticket. I'm just, let's just see if we can find this place. So we went on this adventure, not really knowing a lot of information. We just saw this YouTube video and I just took screenshots of where they were heading in the video. And we're like, I think we can handle this. They said it's like three miles in. So once we travel three miles, we'll know we're there. So we ended up going the wrong direction for nine miles. Into <gasps> it was already around 4 p.m. And oh all of a sudden, it starts to rain. And we're like, oh. it's so hot during the day that we're like, why is it raining? This is weird. We start to hear rumbles and trees breaking, branches breaking. <gasps> And we start hearing waves and we're like, what is that? And we were laughing earlier because it's like, haha, imagine we get stuck in a flash flood. <laughs> there's, there's a sign in the beginning of it yeah. that said flash flood warning. And we're like, I wonder That's if that flash is. Flood. Yeah, I was like, like, look how hot it is today. There's, like, we don't have <laughs> to worry about that. But ended up happening. We got <gasps> in the middle of the beginning of a flash flood and you can just, it sounded like thunderstorms and just sounded like so much chaos. We panicked and we just got on top of this boulder. Yeah. Thinking that we Oh my God. There was not a lot to grab onto. There's just this big boulder that yeah. I don't know, it's probably like five feet high, not that high. Um, but we started seeing how fast the water was reaching our knees to our chest. Just like Oh the my God. And within minutes it happened so fast. fast we couldn't there was nowhere for us to go if we just felt like if we went further we'd go further into the canyon and we had did no you guys actually think you were gonna die that day did you yeah. like did you have that 100 yeah we both because, did because you have to keep in mind that the canyons over there um they just go up really high and then they mm -hmm. can narrow too so right. you can't just get out like we're we're, 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 we're in it we're, we're in it so um, so when we heard like, you know, all the water coming through and it's crashing, I mean, you literally oh see trees, broken trees and, yeah. and, and it's like very muddied water because the flashlight's coming fresh, like right, right down. And so wow. we're, when we climbed up onto this like little boulder rock thing that you, we, we, we just on, immediately looked at each other. We're like, what are, yeah. what, what are we, we going what are we to supposed do? do? Because like, we're literally looking at the path that we walked in from just, it's a river now. That's, yeah. that's, oh my god so we we sat there and we're looking and then i remember that we uh, looked up and we're like maybe we could climb this but you know obviously we can't climb a vertical you know it's like what like right. type of a deal yeah. um and then so we we just thought and you know maybe this wasn't the best decision but you know we <laughs> this decision but we decided to just jump into the water and go against, against the, the current, current. Oh um, my God! Eight miles, I, I want to say, um, because the choice was we can either bunker and just like stay here, where we didn't pack anything because it's a day trip. We had right. a and a Gatorade that we had. Um, you had a you had a what and a Gatorade? A Twinkie and a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, that's all we had. That's so all we had. Like, we didn't prepare for an emergency okay i have to bring up the myrony you guys are major hikers and you brought a twinkie yeah i know <laughs> like let's not get into her sweet i had a thing. sweet that day and i decided i'm gonna yeah. put a twinkie in here I don't yeah. know. No. that's just really funny you gotta admit that's pretty funny 
Gatorade. I know, yeah. no water, just Gatorade, yeah, no. So. And I'm normally, yeah, I'm used to like, okay, I might be, he might be hungry, I should probably bring more supplies. I didn't yeah. think of that, because I was like, okay, three miles in, it's yeah. not. It seemed right, like, right, not- like, but, um, but, then, oh. but then the desert gets cold at night, so yeah. I didn't think that um, staying over would be good, because we also heard coyotes You can howling. hear howling, like, it, and you, the thunderstorms, we didn't know when the rain was going to stop. We were already shivering and cold. We're like, we're going to die from, you know. Yeah, hypothermia. Like, yeah. If you, like, if it drops enough, yeah. At some point, swept away because the water level keeps going higher and higher. Yeah. At some point, we're going to get swept, yeah. swept away from this rock. Yeah. So we're like, what do we do? And his idea was, like, we're just going to have to swim against the current. I'm not a strong swimmer. So he decided to go in front of me. We saw like all these trees passing us by. Like, Branches. Oh my gosh. Trees, they're just falling yeah. everywhere. I'm like, if this tree cannot stand, I'm for sure. I was, at that time, as we decided to go through, I'm like, holy shit, is this really happening to us? Like, I was yeah. terrified. And yeah. you could see it in his eyes that like, he was terrified, but he was trying to hold it together. We were both trying to hold it together because I didn't really know him that well. He didn't know me that well. Um, and I didn't want to look like I, I will say, like, I, I mean, I say God as God is love with the most wicked sense of humor. And that's winky. I can never do it. You'll see my little screen, the logo. That's God winking, laughing, because God's like, OK, these two are taking too freaking long to get together. So I'm going to create a flash flood so that they almost die, that they're saved. And then they realize, hey, you're soulmates. Come on. <laughs> that's pretty much what and what I ended up realizing. Um, during and after we got out of this situation. Yeah, so how did you guys get out of it? So you're like going up against the current. Brandon, you're ahead. First of all, adrenaline rush is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. All these branches and rocks hitting us did not feel anything. We just kept going. The only thing in our mind was survival. And the only thing in his mind was protecting me, which was, I honestly, at that time that I didn't really know him that well, I would not have risked my life for him. I wanted to survive. I was yeah. in that mood. Yeah. Putting himself in front of things that were in our way and would have hurt me. Um, quicksand. So he, at some point, we oh my God. Where there was quicksand and he got swallowed in by the current oh. quicksand and I was trying to get him out. But at the same time, I was at the point, it was, no up to our chest. Was wet. it was up to our chest. We had nothing to hold on to. I'm just trying to pull him and trying to swim at the same time. Just, oh my God, you guys have to make a movie of this. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It felt like a movie actually. Well, yeah. yeah. When he, when that point hit that he decided to let me go in front to see how bad it is, cause I didn't want to step in that area. I didn't, it didn't feel safe to me. Yeah. He immediately went in and I was like, oh my God, like he just went in and- You're just like when things can't get worse. Now yeah. you're dealing with quicksands. Like seriously, <laughs> I don't know how we ended up wiggling out of that. We uh, okay, did you did you feel like too much when you're standing? It, it pulls gets worse. You faster. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel faster. like somehow a higher power? Like you guys were like literally saved because that is what this podcast is all about: is recognizing the stories and the coincidences and this you know that you can't explain. I mean, like how the heck you guys got out of quicksand? while water and everything trying to knock you down, there's nothing to grab on. Like, how did that happen? And like, do you feel like that divine, like something helped you guys survive this? Something was there to get us out of that situation. Um, 
it's some uh, obviously something that we can't explain. Yeah, but exactly. We were probably a few miles in, and in my head, I was already thinking we were going to die. Yeah, I wanted to cry so bad, but Aww. I held it in because I'm like, I don't know this guy. I don't want him to think that like I'm a crybaby and I'm weak. And he was actually thinking the same thing. He's like, shit, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just praying in my head because I knew this was probably going to be my last moment. There was no way I was going to get out of this. Like, I just thought. Oh, God. I'm not a strong swimmer. I'm going to eventually get swept away and he might survive this. I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to survive this, but every single time we ended up in a situation where I had slipped, I was swept away for like a quick minute. He would just risk his own life to come and grab me, save me to do everything he could to get us out of that situation. Even though it was out of his control, it was out of my control. Yeah. Somehow. Oh my God, I have such goosebumps with this story. Like, because Brandon kind of alluded to some crazy myronies. I'm like, oh, okay. No idea it was going to be like this. Like, this is, wow. We, we pushed through and we saw a light at the end of the tunnel, which was this one area where I remember um, I mentioned to Brandon, there's an Inushku here. I don't know if that's the correct term, Inushku which is those rocks that you pile up together to tell you that you're in the right direction. Oh, okay. You know, the trail, if we get lost, remember these rocks because they're piled up together. Yeah. Back in the day, tribes used to use this as, as a sign as like you're in the right path. Okay. All that we're like, okay, we're in the right path. We just have a little bit to go. So I remember seeing these rocks piled up together and there was one, last part that we had to get through where I felt like I was drowning. I couldn't get through. Brandon ended up making it through. He had to like pull me up. But once we got to solid like ground and mm-hmm. there was no water, both of our knees just immediately gave out. Our feet, oh. our legs just gave out. We were yeah. so weak. We felt the immediate, as soon as we knew in our minds that we were safe, yeah. still about a mile out from where our car was, but as soon as we we la- landed on our knees, we just we felt all the pain rushing back, all yeah. the from from all the rocks and all the mud and all the like branches hitting us. We f- immediately felt it, and we could not walk that one mile back to the car. Oh it was God. so painful, so painful. Every small step hurt so much. We felt like we were hit by a car yeah. because it was so painful. But it's interesting. Right. We were in that moment trying to survive. We didn't feel any pain at yeah. all. As soon as we got on, we knew we were safe. We every single step was so painful to get back. Yeah. Did and you ever see that movie of um, what? What was it? Naomi Watts with the tsunami that yeah. hit. Did you ever see that movie? It's like what you're telling me is like what. I remember from that, like she should have died so many times and then the whole family was saved and it was oh just like, God. how is that possible? And like your story, oh my, I literally like goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> you felt, I, when I watched that movie, I literally felt her pain for her family and how just her getting out of that situation with her child and just like, it felt very real. Obviously yeah. it's a true story, which for us, we can relate to it more. Well, yeah, it was it was literally you're reliving it. Yeah, you know, 
as soon as we got, as soon as we made, we struggled to get back to the car, we were obviously in mud, completely wet. There was nobody around this area. Nobody was around. No we never registered or checked in with the ranger to let them know we were there because we tried oh to sneak in to get into this location that we weren't supposed to be at. Right. For those reasons, we now know that we should probably check in with people. We didn't even let our friends know that we were going on this hike. We could have probably been dead and no one would ever have found us for weeks, months. There's also no reception for an hour, though, at yeah. this location. So. so we thought it was over. It was not over. It was still raining. It was pouring rain, thunderstorms. We get to our car, and we're, we're so relieved. We're just sitting there. We're like, okay, let's get out of here. We start driving off in our small little rental Kia that we got. Uh -huh. We're stuck in, like, we're hydroplaning in the mud. Oh, my God. And he's, it's just like you think when it can't get any worse. You're like, okay, we just survived, you know, this flash flood, quicksand, and now we're going to be freaking hydroplaning and maybe hit something and die that way, right? Is that what you guys are like thinking? You're like, it was 10 miles on a dirt road in a compact car, like a little economy car. So we, yeah, really should get an SUV at that point. But we didn't, <laughs> we didn't again, we didn't think that we're going to go to anything like that. So we, we didn't know up, it was going to be like that. Yeah. So we ended up, um, you know, we ended up getting stuck. So uh, we decided to just uh, sleep here in the car. Well, we kind of had no choice. We couldn't drive. We, because, we were stuck because there was um, on the way out. I think we drove like maybe eight out eight miles of the 10 miles um, on this dirt road. And then um, there was a, another river that was created that blocked our- And what time is it? Because I would imagine it's like dark now, like nighttime. Like, yeah. did about, you see? Yeah. yeah, it's about midnight at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then so, so when you guys were in the middle of like all of that, was it completely black too? Like, did you yeah. have- was, It was day, it turned it was, dark when we got dark, out. It turned dark, yeah, when we got when out. We got out. Yeah. Oh, okay. So right when you got out, because I'm like, because you said like around four o'clock. So I'm like, okay, when yeah. did the sun go down? How yeah. long did it take yeah. you to do all that? Yeah. We could have been in the dark trying to. Yeah, that, that would have been worse. Definitely. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so we're lucky that it, we didn't so wait. There's, so, so you guys have to listen to uh, episode, episode six. It's about my godparents where their chance meeting literally saved five people's lives in the Bermuda Triangle. And it was the same thing where these people did not tell, they were meant to go to a different island and they didn't tell anybody they were going to Bermuda and they, their boat sank and it's a crazy story, but the, the five people, they literally just ran out of water when my godfather being part of the, uh, he was a Navy pilot they found them in the most amazing way. And it kind of reminds me like of how you guys, like literally no one knew you guys were there. Like, absolutely. You were saved. You know, this, this story, this was not you guys saving yourselves. You know, it's like you were really protected and thank you, Brandon, for protecting, you know, yeah. your, your, your beautiful, I know it's supposed to be wife because you guys were supposed to get married during this whole COVID thing, but yet she is your wife, but like, Wow, what a story. So yeah. how, so, okay, so now you're, you're hydroplaning, you're like, you're trying to doing all this, you know, trail, um, which is still 10 miles out from any city life. Um, so we couldn't get out of it. We kept getting stuck in the mud. So we decided just to go back to the parking lot and just sleep overnight because we had no choice. Um, we oh, were okay hungry and cold and we decided to just 
you know, take off our clothes because it was full of mud and it was wet. So he's in his underwear, I'm in my underwear, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there in the pitch dark looking at the stars and it was, I've never seen stars so clear at night. And I guess it's in LA, there's smog, so you can't see the sky yeah. or the stars. Something we don't see in California. <laughs> and something that we both remember very vividly was looking at the stars and having very deep conversations. And that's when we got to really know each other. Oh but God. you're just sitting there and sharing a Twinkie that we had to eat. <laughs> and final Twinkie. Oh yeah, we shared this Twinkie. We had some gum and we had a little <laughs> bit of Gatorade. We shared very deep conversations and just looking out at this beautiful sky full of stars. You can see, you know, all, all the, what's it called? The dipper, the grind, the dipper. You, I remember seeing that. Oh, and we wow. heard all the coyotes howling, but yeah. we were so thankful that we were inside the car. We were, you know, safe. And he, I started to get to know him more on a deeper level and he started to get to know me on a deeper level. We just, all night, we just, we talked all night and once it stopped raining and once it calmed down, we decided to try again and get, try it and get out. So mm-hmm. this time he decided to haul it and speak through this river that was created um, while it was raining there. We didn't know how bad it actually gets out there. Now we know. Um, <laughs> anyways, we're both praying and we're like, please God, let us get out of here. It's like, I don't know, three, four in the morning, really late. And he gets through it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was prayer. I don't know what it was that we couldn't get through the first time. But once he was able to haul and control the wheel, we made it through this little mini river that was created and through the mud and got out. And we were still hydroplaning, but he was able to control it more. We got out. We drove 10 miles out of there. The nearest city that I saw, I remember seeing it was a Taco Bell or a McDonald's. And I was like, hour away please go to that sign. Like I, we were starving. I, yeah. And we went and the drive-thru was still open. We're all still on our underwear ordering and he's seen <laughs> with, with, we had money, but it was wet. Right. Dollars and muddy. Wet and money. yeah. So we're like giving this money to like pay for our food and we're in our underwear and <laughs> like, you're giving me wet money and you're in your underwear. Like, it was very odd to see, um, but as soon as we got food, we like ate it so fast. I don't even think like I chewed, like I just swallowed my food. It was just like- Best McDonald's ever. Best McDonald's <laughs> I've ever, ever had. Ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> to our hotel and we're just broken at this point. So sore. Walk, and, walking through the lobby. We walked through the lobby everywhere yeah. and, and mud. And people are looking at us. Well, the concierge person is just like, What's going on here? But, and we're just, I seriously, at that point, I just don't care. Right. I mean, you literally were saved. Like you guys should have died, not just once. I mean, let's, let's count how many times you guys should have died. Seriously. Yeah. Like yeah. how incredible is that? Now, how many people know this story? Like, I mean, I'm sure your friends and family, but like. We spent time just, I guess, um, thinking about how crazy it was that we got at, that we just literally survived a flash flood and people don't normally survive flash floods that's just very unheard of yeah so we immediately both get in touch with our family and friends and start telling them the story he's texting his friends his group of friends and i'm texting 
my sister, like, shit, I almost died, sis, and this is what happened. And she's like, who are you with? I'm like, this guy that I kind of started dating, I don't really know that well, but he kind of saved my life. And that's when I knew that this was a guy that I was probably going to end up marrying at some point. Like, going through all that, him not knowing me so well, and how we connected, like, yeah. I just knew that that was going to be my person. So I have to ask Brandon, when you first uh, saw Katerina in the parking lot, because usually, so here's the interesting thing with soulmates. One usually recognizes something like almost like immediately. And the other one, it might take a little bit. It's very rarely that both recognize it at the same time. So I'm just curious because again, you texted her on Valentine's Day with a picture of your red socks. <laughs> What was it when you first saw Katerina, besides her just being absolutely gorgeous, but like, what was it that, you know, for two years, you just never, you know, what was it that you didn't just reach out? Um, I, so I think that, um, you know, I, obviously I found her like very attractive and everything. Um, and I think that um, for me, it was more like um, I, I, I guess like for a lot of times with women, um, I just don't put in a lot of effort. It sounds kind of weird, but it's just kind of like, eh, like, you know, if it kind of like works out or is kind of convenient for me, that that's kind of like the honest truth to it. But I think that um, what, what what actually got me was more like the um, the random keep on running into her type of thing. It's kind of like. Yeah. I like to say the divine design that interweaves us together. Because yeah, again, yeah. God's funny. God literally made a fat flash flood for you guys so that you could finally get it together, almost die, but didn't die, so that you would then recognize, hey, we're meant to be together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, because, uh, you know, um, we we're watching this do documentary uh, on uh, RBG uh, recently, and, um, you know, she was talking about how um, she met and then, um, the, the, her husband uh they had a blind date when they met and then um uh it was it was, it was kind of like not really a blind date because um he kind of got set up to to actually meet her and everything like that but you know like uh, for the for this case it wasn't really um that it was i just kept on running into her and then i i, I wasn't because mm -hmm. you were meant to be together <laughs> yeah, yeah i wasn't really thinking of anything um uh, just because at that time, like I told you, I just went down there just to go meet people, change my social life. I, I just, yeah, San Francisco type of a thing. And then, um, and I think that, um, you know, for, for me, it was, um, you know, that, that, that moment, the, the crazy moment or crazy moments, I should say, we have, we have more near death stories, but you know, we'll probably, Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to have you guys back for when we do the near death experience uh, yeah. series, because yeah. that's, that is coming up at some point, but yeah. we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll just stay with the loved one right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah you'll, you'll probably have to set aside 10 hours for, for that one. <laughs> um, but I think that um, for me, for me anyways, it was that um, I think that um, I was just like looking at her one day. Um, so she really loves to go to Malibu. Um, okay this cafe that she really likes and then um i think that there was just like a moment that i just like thought you know what this, this is it for me oh. and um and then so as i went as i go through i don't know if we want to fast forward to the engagement part of it but yeah i mean like that sounds like a lot of you know that that sounds like a good transition after yeah. you know almost dying now here's yeah. the engagement yeah. 
because um you know quite frankly there's just like a lot of stories in our relationship right there's um we, we've gone through like so much so so again we need 10 hours so like probably like the next well time. definitely if i can have you guys back at another time you know we'll we'll make that happen but so but yeah. i do know katarina you're the one that proposed to brandon yeah. So, so Brandon, you're realizing she's the one, Katarina, you're realizing he's the one. Yeah. So how did that happen? <laughs> well, we haven't really been with, in a relationship for five years and it took him two years to even text me. So he just likes to take his time making decisions. <laughs> so I thought, you know, in our relationship, our friends, um, We've always had like uh, opinions of our friends who've, you know, my friends are always like, you know, this is not your kind of guy. You should date more of LA kind of guy. Right. For me, I was like, but I'm really into this guy. I really like him. He's different from all the other guys I've dated. So they kind of uh, always had their opinions of uh, who I should be with. Right. Friends were always like, does this girl really exist? Because she never shows up to like any... They they didn't think I was real for the reason that every time he was invited to a birthday party, a baby shower, I never went with him. I kind of wanted to keep myself away from his, getting close to his bubble of friends. And so people never thought I was a real person. Like, really Brandon's did. figment of imagination, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's taking your photos? Who are you going on these trips with? We never get to see the girl. Like, when are we going to meet her? Five years, well, pretty much like three, four years went by before anyone actually got to meet me. So I've always, wow. always this mysterious person that Brandon would talk about, but no one would ever see my face because I just, I don't know. I couldn't put myself to like, I just knew that if I got close to his friends, that that would mean like, oh my God, this is like real, real. Like we're like, this is really happening. We're not just in a relationship, but like I'm getting to know your closest friends and family. Right. Even like, even me his parents until like I would say until we got engaged um so for me it was like really hard to go there but I also knew that it was uh it was I was trying to fight something that I knew that I felt so strongly about so during the course of our relationship our my like I said my friends had an opinion about the kind of person that I should be dating and his friends thought that I wasn't a real person that I was a mystery person (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, but they knew that he was very head over heels over me because now his time went from being single and spending time with all his guy friends and seeing all his friends all the time to being non-existent in their life and being all about me and always with me. And his friends were always like, you're never around anymore. Where are you? Because he was always with me. Right. They knew that he was like, you know, really in love with me. But I was the opposite of like not really showing my feelings. I was obviously like very into him, but I didn't really want people to know how crazy I was about him. I wasn't sure how they were going to react. So I kind of just, you know, kept my feelings to myself. I was very reserved about them. Mm -hmm. And I knew that when people would, you know, talk about us, it would always be, I don't think she really is into you because you're always all about her. She's never about you. So I always kind of, you know, let opinions form on their own and just like, I don't really care about them. But at some point, obviously I did have the same feelings for him as he did for me. And I felt like if anything, like I loved him more than he loved me, like, but I just didn't show it. Yeah. 
I felt like, okay, we've been dating for five years already. And, you know, after five, between those five years, people should know whether they found their soulmate or not. And I took about a few months to kind of like, you know, get dive deep into what a soulmate is. And if he is really my soulmate for so many reasons, he's my soulmate. So after realizing that and knowing that his friends had an opinion about me that I wasn't that into him, I wanted to show, not just show him, Brandon. Aww, show everyone. I do love him as much as he loves me. I just am very reserved about my feelings. And I wanted to show it in a way that he will always remember it. And we can always go back to that memory. And also to, you know, have his closest friends there and everything and just tell them the, re- the many reasons why. Like, you know, Brandon is my person. So I came up with this idea of like, you know what? I think it's time <laughs> that I proposed to him and I want to be special. And I don't want him to think that he has pressure on my end to propose. So I've never brought it up to him. We've always were just on the same page of like, you know, we, I see myself with you long-term. I see my life, like creating a life with you. So that was never a doubt. And I would have discussions here with him here and there just to make sure and never really bring up why I wanted to, you know, like talk about these things. He, he never even like had a clue about it. Yeah. So yeah. I like, I kept this to myself. I didn't even tell my family or anyone. Um, I let, I told his brother, I wanted to get his blessing. Mm-hmm. From, and how long, how long did you have this working before this um, happened? Like um, a, a year, a year. I was planning for oh. how to do this. So I had, I wanted it to be perfect, but I also wanted it to be a a surprise where no one knew about it. And I planned this for an entire year of where should I propose to him? Who should be there? How should I bring it up to them without telling them what I'm doing? Oh my God. Three months into um, me planning uh, the proposal, I had told all his closest friends and his family, like, you need to be there. It's really important. It's not only his like, big 40th birthday because he thought we were celebrating we're having a brunch oh that's right it was on your 40th birthday i do remember are only three days apart so he thought we were celebrating our birthday together i he's april 3rd i'm april 6th oh okay i told them you know let's have a brunch together we'll have our closest friends and family there we'll celebrate our birthdays together so let's go to malibu and celebrate together he didn't think anything of it he's like okay we're just celebrating our birthdays together having like a nice, like, you know, just a brunch out there out in Malibu cafe. Um, but I had been planning, I'd like set up the whole flower arrangements to the cake, to everything, like wanted everything to be Instagram perfect. So, so I had planned all this and I told his friends, like I have an announcement and it's really important that you fly in and you need to be here. I wanted them to know that like it was important for them to be there, but not exactly know why of what I was planning. Yes, exactly. So everyone yeah. was really curious. Everyone thought I was pregnant. Like they thought that, that I was making it <laughs> a pregnant announcement. Um, so I'm glad mm-hmm. that we're also thrown off that they thought this was a pregnancy announcement. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> so we were having this very beautiful brunch out in Malibu. He, he didn't think it was going to be that extravagant. He's like, I thought it was just a small little get together with friends. <laughs> I reserved this next to um the lake there and like it was just like 
outdoors and it was really, really beautiful. So after we all had brunch. Um, and how many people would you, how many people did you have? Like 30. What? I think it was more like, was it May, 50? It was yeah. over 30 people. Wow. It, it was a lot of people. So it was his best friends, his family. So before that, I have to tell you the story of like, so I decided I didn't really want people to still know, but I had to tell his brother because I wanted his blessing and also. Yeah. So his brother told me that that's great what I'm doing, but he didn't want me to go through with it. And the reason was because he's like, you're going to take that, still that moment away from him. Oh. And his mom is, you know, obviously Brandon's, they're very, she's a very traditional Chinese woman. So mm-hmm. he, I talked to her about it as well. And she also was um, very against it. She didn't want me to propose to her son. She said that that's a man's role. Mm. I still decided I, I, I thought I knew Brandon the best. I know that his family probably knows him in a different way, but I feel like I truly, truly, my gut feeling was go through with it. Even though the night before I had talked to his family and they told me not to go through with it, I still decided to go with my gut feeling. I, I woke up that That's morning. That's what this, this is all about is always trusting your gut intuition. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't even listen to when your brain is doing the little hamster wheel. It's like <laughs> sit with your heart and your soul. And that is your guide. That's exactly what I went with. I went with what my heart and my soul was telling me to do. So I went through with it based on those feelings. Yeah. Regardless of what his family's wishes were. Um, cause I was really trying to get his parents to come out there. They weren't able to make it. Um, but that's why I had to tell them, you need to be here. Please fly in. Please fly here because it's really important. Mm-hmm. They couldn't make it, but his, his brother was there, right? His brother and his, his wife was there. So at least he had family there. Mm-hmm. So when I was, when I, everyone was done with their brunch and we had went out to a, a spot in the cafe and I had gathered everyone together and to take a group photo. Mm-hmm. So we all got together to take this group photo. We did take a group photo, but then I had everyone surround us. And I was just going to make a cute little announcement. It's like, thank you everyone for being here for our birthdays. And I started proposing to him in front of everyone. He, it wasn't registering in his head that I was proposing. He's like, what's going on? Why are you like, what, why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> talking and talking and keep telling him you know you are everything to me you are my soulmate I love you so much and he still didn't get it and I had to get (laughs) on my knee for him to understand what was happening so the whole crowd is like what is going on oh my gosh he's proposing and he has to step away he didn't realize what was happening he's like what 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 is happening here? <laughs> took a little he, while to register. It took yeah. you should see the video. You have the video. Yeah. He just it took him a while to register what was happening. Yeah. Um, so finally when I got down on one knee, um it it he finally, you know Oh he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like So he he said obviously he said yes. So I had asked him after I had proposed and everything, he was still very much in shock. But I had pulled him over to the side and I asked him, like, would you have changed how this happened? Would you, did I still this moment from you? And he's like, I would not have changed anything for at all. Like this was Aww. perfect. So he wouldn't have made any changes himself. And he said that he was already having this conversation with his best friend about 
what the next step for us was not that long ago. I think like a few weeks he had met up with yeah. him and he's like, what's happening with you and Kat? You guys have been together for five years. What is going on? So, so I just wanted to have that reassurance that what I was doing was how he wanted it to happen. And till this day, he would, we both talk about it and I'm just like, It's such a beautiful story. And because you guys went through what you did, it is true. You know what's best. Yeah. And that exactly. goes back to our best life. Because yeah. that, like seriously, like that's incredible. And I think that what like really like makes this one um the the whole story and everything behind what we do like really great is that it's just um the, the, there's just something behind everything that like happens just like kind of like for a reason because you know um you know we joke around that oh yeah Brent, you know when, when they ask um you know why did she propose and she'll joke around and say that oh yeah well, brandon takes too long and but the thing is like honestly like i was actually uh thinking about doing it because um just like what she said weeks before i had a conversation with my best friend and you know he's always been kind of like my rock in my life so um mm -hmm. you know i always joke around, like our friends always joke around it's like so you get that you're marrying him and greg too at the same time my best friend <laughs> really close and everything and then you know he was i was always talking to him about you know because in my group of friends i'm the late one most of my friends have kids and all this kind of stuff and then um you know he, you know he's always known me really well that um i always just take my time because i'm i always just think about the future so much where to to the point where it actually it's a detriment to me where you know well what if this goes wrong what if this goes wrong and then he was just like well sometimes just like what if it does go wrong then you just kind of deal with it and then I think that that was a big turning point for me. We had, we were eating at this restaurant and then we we're just sitting there and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And then, so my thought was, I'm going to, I'm going to get this here. So I started like looking around for like, you know, diamonds and stuff like that. And then, so mm -hmm. this day happened. Um, I, I, I remember that, um, I was very lost. Yeah. Uh, when, when she proposed, like, cause I was just like, what is going like, she did a really good job. Like there are so many signs before that I just totally didn't, I didn't register at first. Like this one guy, like one of the workers like slipped up. Oh yeah. Are we going to do this yet? And then I, I was just like, uh, like just walk, walk right by. I, I just. Well, didn't. see, that's actually the funny thing about Myrony is afterwards yeah. you realize how yeah. many signs you could have followed. And yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't see it at all. And then so, and I, and I remember like when, when she asked me, um, like at that moment, it, it was kind of like, everything was like, so like, I don't know, like everything kind of go, yeah, it gets blurry around you and everything like that. But I just remembered that it felt right. Like, you know, a lot of times when people get hit with the question, it's just kind of like, oh, the stress and the pressure and everything. For me, it just like felt right. And I think that as you, as people get to know us and in, in, in our life and everything, we've always done things that are different. I feel like that our lifestyle is very different from a lot of our friends and a lot of people. Um, we, I think that we've traveled the world a lot more than like what most people do with having a regular job. Cause I think that, you know, we have a lot of these like hardcore travel friends of ours that they just like take off for years, like not in just like travel around the world. And you know, the, the fact of the matter is we actually have a lot of work that we do and we're able to balance it out and actually have like a pretty good lifestyle. Um, but a lot of that is our dedication to be able to have that lifestyle. So I, I always thought that her proposing to me was very fitting to our story because mm -hmm we always do things different, do things that are away from what the norm uh, is like. 
And I think that, you know, after the the party was over and I remembered that some of her friends were just sitting down at some of the side tables that were there. And then she was just like telling them about like what she was thinking and what made, you know, just like with, with her girlfriends. I was sitting there like looking at her and then I just remember that that moment that I was looking at her when she was explaining everything, that that was it. I just felt like this is right. You know what? It just really feels right because, you know, like when, when it's at the moment, it's just kind of like, okay, are you just saying yes? Because it's like the right thing to do. And, you know, you're at the moment and all that kind of stuff. Right. But I think that, um, you know, it was, it was a mixture. It was that, um, that I felt like it was right. And then, taking a step back and then she was talking to her friends and then it was like, okay, maybe some of the ether has worn off a little bit. Does it really feel right? And I remember like very clearly when I was like looking at her, she's like seeing her talking and everything. I was like, this is right. This is right. Oh, that's wonderful. And you know, that's what this is all about with Myrene is I call it my first episode where I share how I came up with this word. I actually, it's actually titled discover Myrene and your inner superpower. So that gut intuition is your superpower. Mm-hmm. I call it my spiritual spidey sense. Katarina, do you have it? Would you have a name? We got to come up with a superpower name, or you know, <laughs> you, you can think about it. Maybe get back on that. But if you can think of one, but Brandon, I'm going to tell you, you got to turn off the hamster wheel sometimes, and then sit more with your with your superpower, which yeah. you did when you finally was like, because it's the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. But our souls know, our hearts mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And like your story. Oh my God. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like (laughs) I was not expecting that. I got to admit that (laughs) that one blew me away and I know it's going to blow the listeners away. And, you know, hopefully everyone that follows you guys on social media, you know, we can share this so that they can hear this story because I think one of the most amazing things that you guys create with social media is you actually really make it feel like everybody knows you. And it's a, such a personal, and I mean, oh my goodness, your travel pictures, like, yeah, you guys are living, you guys are living a pretty nice life, except, you know, minus the whole COVID thing. But <laughs> even in COVID, you guys are always traveling. You're always doing something. Yeah. And that's just so wonderful. It's Thanks. like, uh, what is that? What, what, what was that movie about? It's like you found your, was it a lobster? Like I found, you know, I don't know if you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. It's like, you're, you're like equal. <laughs> She's my lobster. She's red, she has red hair. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, but this was just so incredible. So thank you so much. And uh, again, what's the best way for people to connect with you? We're going to put in the show notes, but if you want to give just another little shout out with your different social media, like where do you to have sure. people find you guys? Yeah, so so my my handle on Instagram is Brandon Al, just my name. Uh, AU is the last name, Brandon Al, and then hers is Where's Katarina, um, Where's Katarina, and then um, we have a couples account uh, which is going to be the both of us, and that's Al Best Life. So it's AU, not our, but AU Best Life. And then um, if you then care about uh, taking a look at our dog. <laughs> Um, there's, there's Mozart, so, um, because if you want to know where Mozart is, he's right here. <laughs> <laughs> Mozart, it was so funny because.
because the other day, Brandon, I told you this, I saw you playing the piano and I was like, oh, is that where you got Mozart's name? But then he was like, no, we were, you, you said he was given as a gift, right? Yeah. He wasn't, he already was named Mozart? Yeah. Yeah. There was a violin. You guys didn't even come up with that? Yeah. No. We, I guess we didn't. It was get... very fitting. We, we didn't want to change his name because he, to us, he did look like a Mozart. So. Oh, when... he looks exactly like a Mozart, but I thought it was because Brandon loved playing that I was like, oh, Mozart. He's like, no, that wasn't it. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah, he, him and his family, they're really good at playing the piano and I wish I learned, but yeah, he came with that name. Uh, the person who actually could no longer, um, I guess, take care of him. She's a violinist and she named him Mozart. So we just- oh, oh, I love that. And I'm so glad that you guys got to be his parents because he's just, you, you guys fit so well together and it's just amazing. So I just want to encourage everybody to, you know, check you guys out and, you know, thank you again for sharing this incredible story. And I'm going to give you one more opportunity. Do you have a name for your superpower? <laughs> I don't yet, but I should- yeah, I don't know. I I can't yeah. think of anything right now. That's okay. That's okay. My co-host, he hasn't come up with his name for his superpower, but we know he has a superpower just like you guys have a superpower because you literally survived a flash flood <laughs> and quicksand and everything else. Yeah. All because so you guys could come together and share and 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 share this beautiful life together. So thank you again. This has been just an absolute honor. I have I, I can't even get over what I just heard. <laughs> I, I've had this competition with all, all my guests. I'm like, okay, you gotta beat my godparents saving five people's lives in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> that's a pretty that's good pretty one. Good. I can't talk yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's good. Pretty good. <laughs> but you saved yourselves. I mean, it's just like- We're just two though. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> but I find that but the irony is like, literally God's like, these two are taking too freaking long. Like. <laughs> I got to make some, you know, shit happen. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thanks you guys. Thank you again. This was so much fun. I hope that you guys had fun sharing your story and, you know, everybody that gets to um, f follow you and, and, you know, feel like they know you, they could actually know a little bit more about you through this fun little crazy podcast known as That's My Irony. So <laughs> thanks again. Really appreciate it. And definitely going to have you back because we got to hear more of the near-death experiences. But for now, we're just going to leave it at that. And then one thing, uh, Katarina, I will say is read Only Love is Real. That book that I included with many, well, read both of them. Many Lives, Many Masters, Only Love is Real because you two are such beautiful soulmates that it is so apparent in your pictures and the picture that it's funny, the picture Brandon you sent over for, for your cover piece for this episode was exactly the picture I was hoping that you were going to send. It's when you're on the, you know, well, you know, on, in, on the beach in San Francisco, but Katarina, it's the way you look at him is just, I'm just so happy for you guys. And do you know when you're actually going to be getting married? June. Has that uh, been set? Yeah. I'm sorry, June what? June next year. We're still having it in Italy. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I know you guys are so busy, so I am just so grateful that you took this time and really appreciate it. And uh, I just, I love your story and you definitely have our best life together. <laughs>
We hope you enjoyed the Myronic story shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to our podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but could possibly have the biggest impact on your life because that's Myrony. Alicia and I wouldn't have created this podcast if it weren't for us paying attention to our own personal Myronies and started connecting those spiritual breadcrumbs. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in our next episode. And please connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and our website at that'smyrony.com, where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. We would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family, and also comment, like, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And remember, if something happens that makes you say, hmm, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you all next time.